Hello, everyone, and welcome to the EVN Disrupt podcast. My name is Nijdet Zatryan. I'm the editor of the Creative Tech section here at EVN Report. This week, we are continuing our podcast series from Digitech with Dr. Anu Nurma, the Director General of the Estonian Research Council. Dr. Nurma spoke with us about how Estonia has been able to build a successful scientific and innovation ecosystem and the importance of communicating the need for science funding to society. Thank you for listening. Dr. Norma, thank you so much for being with us today. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're here at Digitech from Estonia. And one of the things that we've heard a lot about, especially in Armenia, and I think it's true of many emerging ecosystems, we hear a lot about Estonia's science and tech ecosystems. Can you pinpoint what has been the reason for Estonia to become one of the most successful emerging ecosystems in Eastern Europe? Uh, thank you for this uh, invitation to the summit, but also the, the questions. Uh, and uh, first of all, I have to say that it has taken a long time, actually, because we are talking about more than 30 years now when all this uh, started to be happen. And the main uh, uh, enabler in the system to be flourishing right now is really that uh, we got freedom, we got uh, independence, and it was really very, very huge change in, in our country. And the second issue was that it wasn't easy. Also today, it is not easy. So we have to work hard, every one of us. As you also know, that Estonia is actually a very small country. We have uh, 1.3 million people around. We don't have such huge diaspora globally as, for example, Armenia has. So that um, around 10% of uh, total Estonians uh, live out from Estonia. So it is not a very big number. But how we started it? was actually the first things what was done was really to be open for the international community and especially for in research if uh, all your common uh, like networks common uh, collaborating partners also contracts with industry what we had in soviet time it uh, it ended very, very rapidly and it caused very, very difficult situation in research institutes. So the first step was really to reorganize uh, systems so that uh, we can be uh, open for the international community so that uh, our foreign partners know that Estonia has high potential and we are willing to collaborate, to continue and build up the new collaboration lines. So, What does that look like in practice? What does it mean for a country to open itself up to the international community in science? It actually meant that uh, we started to appreciate and acknowledge these researchers who were able to publish in English in international journals these researchers who already had been acknowledged by our uh, Western partners. So actually also during Soviet times, there was a very big number of uh, researchers, topics who have been worldwide acknowledged so that they were very much appreciated. And the second turn was also that um, it happened already like 1995, the clear goal to incorporate the scientific community to the universities because uh, we really needed uh, like a critical mass of uh, clever people and uh, because of the small number we wanted to have research and higher education 
working very, very close together. The, now it comes this difficult part. It was very difficult for these people who had done their research career only together with Russian uh, and Russian-speaking uh, communities, so that it was difficult for them to change the direction. And also these researchers who have been pointed only for pure research uh, activities, so who, who didn't have any connection or any wish or any experience how to teach, how to supervise. Right. So for these people, it was very, very difficult and it needed really big power for human uh, power to be able to act differently. Mm -hmm. So they were very brave people. Of course, also, it was, uh, as the world was open, many, uh, like, talented, especially young people, they took opportunity and they moved out. They started to work in uh, other countries, found good positions as, as researchers. So it was really, like... Dual. <laughs> was, dual. That a, was that a way of then having Estonia be connected to these universities abroad? Yes, I guess it depends now from the homeland. It was very important for Estonia to keep the connection with these uh, people who uh, decided to work uh, uh, our neighboring countries or in Europe, in uh, overseas, in, mm -hmm. in America. So that it was important to keep connection and really to build up joint activities. So this is something what uh, we do also nowadays. And right. uh, when we joined the European Union, actually the possibilities to collaborate with other countries in Europe, uh, the possibilities to, to build up our own infrastructure together with European partners. So it, during the time, these uh, possibilities came stronger to, to build up also strengths in Estonia. But we had to start uh, like from our own strengths already beginning of 99. So it was right. very much uh, like journey. Has investing in science and research been a, a key component of Estonia's strategy since independence at the governmental level, I mean, or has it not always been a priority for the subsequent governments? Of course, it was very difficult in the beginning because the change was so rapid and country had really difficulties um, managing own life. Yeah. And as uh, in the morning session, also former minister of economy from Finland uh, said that some time ago, the, we, our countries were really poor at that time. And, uh, and of course, and, uh, it was clear that we need uh, higher education, we need uh, clever people, we need uh, research potential be transferred to the industry, but uh, without uh, having money, it is not uh, easy to do. So it was continuous uh, pressure to, to increase uh, research and development funding. And uh, only three years ago, our government uh, really decided that uh, there will be uh, one percentage from GDP what will be invested to the research and development. And they really have kept this uh, promise. Mm -hmm. We are today uh, moving to this direction. And, and it was very important. Even the one percentage as a goal was in uh, two previous strategies already as a goal, but it, we it were not, yeah, it, uh, it took time and, uh, and now we are in this situation and we just uh, need to look how to use it and how to collaborate inside yeah. of Estonia, all these partners on the field, like uh, 
public sector, private sector, governmental mm-hmm. uh, institutions, enterprises. One narrative that has emerged in Armenia is that to solve a lot of the country's pressing problems, investment in, in research and development and science is extremely crucial. There's also been a lot of efforts put in place to sort of sell this idea to the public to get everybody on the same page that investments in science are, are important. Has Estonia grappled with this problem at all? Is, has there ever been pushback that maybe the these resources that are being spent at the governmental level should be spent on other things? I don't think that it has been on opposite, so that, but of course it is always... Uh, how you make the choices because uh, we always have the problems that there are people who really need support and there are there are conditions uh, like energy climatic uh, changes but the needs yeah. uh, really urgent actions and uh, and to understand that uh, we need to have our own research output what could also help us we need advice scientific based advice for the policy makers right. Right. Uh, so in in these difficult situations this has been a continuous work but i have to say that the estonians always have been such kind of like uh, believing into research or we, we trust researchers uh, and it has been because we started in 1990s and very many researchers actually took this very brave step out from very comfortable research field probably and started political careers mm. and and of course, it is uh, it is personally not easy because you can will have a lot of public attention in difficult times. Uh, attention may not be very positive, right. but uh, someone have to do this difficult job. And I see that it has been always uh, a lot of trust towards research. And I guess that this could be one of the factors of success what we have today mm. in Estonia. But uh, the second thing is really also that uh, being open and uh, supporting such kind of like uh, crazy ideas or very new and challenging ambitions, it attracts, in, inspires young generations. So that I personally have been part of Estonian uh, space uh, technology developments, creating a, a student satellite program, and uh, it started 15 years ago and now I see that these young people, students who started in in the program, who launched the first Estonian satellite, they are now working in in these companies, they have started unicorn companies and and they are now acting as mentors to the new generation of of clever people and talented people. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's this inspiration, motivation, challenging goals, this is what keeps these people working inside of Estonia and for Estonia. Mm. As a way, it is easy to go away and uh, realize your ideas to some other country. Yeah, valuing science is a great trait for, for any society to have. Yeah. How do you think about materializing the success of the, the tech sector in Estonia for broader society? Like one thing that's often discussed in Armenia is that it's great that we have a lot of these really cutting edge um, high tech companies, but Often they're chasing after problems that are faced by the global market, not necessarily the market in Armenia. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to think about you know, making that innovation more inclusive, I guess, having it reach more a greater portion of societies and emerging markets? Yeah, I believe that uh, creating an ecosystem is a very important uh, step. And what we see in Estonia now is that uh, these people who have started uh, high-tech companies, uh, they have become now mentors or investors. We have created also very 
supportive uh, system by the government so that uh, like schemes like uh, invest estonia and also startup visa to to come to estonia and, and have your startup company here but also such kind of like uh, very special events uh, for example, next week we we have our new very common event, Startup Estonia event. So it lasts three days. There is an increasing number of new startups, a lot of pitching with international investors, but also our local investors so that the community works together. It has been very popular to have different type of uh, uh, hackathons like garage events. So young people work together like 24, 48 yeah. hours, create something uh, crazy yeah. idea. And, and they will uh, be able to start as a company later. So that I also find that the joining with like European Space Agency, I have a space incubators in Estonia. So all these uh, like supportive measures are part of the ecosystems and it is important to keep people together, have the different generations together. It is not only young people mm -hmm. who we need but we also need uh, because of the small number of people we need experience of uh, elder people as well who have been on the system of research investments innovation but also the international networks they have been appreciated mm. by the different foreign partners so that if you take new people into the ecosystem you introduce them to your own network all this uh, influence very much like uh, being in the very wonderful club uh, my, my last question so armenia is still behind estonia in, in mm -hmm. many ways and it's maybe where estonia was um it's hard to put a number on it but mm -hmm. you know, 10 15 years ago let's say what's one piece of advice you would give emerging ecosystems like armenia to be able to replicate some of that success mm -hmm. i guess that it was also said during the first session that you probably can't uh, like replicate uh, but uh, i guess that uh, you are in favorite positions because you can learn from others mistakes right. so that uh, this is uh, something very very important and i wouldn't say that uh, it is exactly that uh, armenia is behind because every country has own own way to go and of course as i said already in the beginning there are many many difficult problems in estonia right now as well so that even we have the highest number of unicorns we we really face the situation that uh, the be having a total number of humans allow in Estonia, we really need now to concentrate on the more large international collaboration. So we need to increase our networks and have uh, the ecosystem still uh, favorable for for our own country, for our own culture, for our own language. Right. So that uh, we, everyone has own own way to go. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time today. Yeah. Thank you yeah. very much. I really enjoyed the conversation.